Alright, so today I'm going to be talking about personal injury depositions. How to approach a personal injury deposition, what to do, what to say, what not to say. So essentially, if a personal injury matter is serious enough and that a person is ready to go for a lawsuit or they file the lawsuit, at some point before the trial, the defense is going to want to take your deposition. So if you're the plaintiff in a personal injury action, then the plaintiff, then the defense is going to want to take your deposition. And certainly if they're, uh, especially if they're um, represented by an insurance company. So what does that mean in terms of the case? That means that they take your case to at least some degree of seriousness that they want to go ahead and take the deposition. Basically, the point of the deposition is twofold. One, if liability has not been established or admitted to yet, then to see what the mechanics of the accident are, how the accident happened, if there's some kind of comparative fault, like did you uh, do something to cause or contribute to the accident? And then the second part is the damages part. How hurt are you? What's your emotional distress like? Um, what's, your, uh, what's your pain and suffering? What are your medical bills about? Where'd you go and treat? So that's generally like the two main components, liability and damages. So in terms of liability, the way you should respond to questions in terms of how the accident happened, obviously you want to be absolutely truthful in everything that you answer, but for liability, for you to answer it in a calm and collected manner, obviously you want to be absolutely calm throughout the entire process. They usually try and say things to you that are going to try and rile you up, get you a little bit flustered. This happens very, very often in depositions. So what I usually, um, what, what usually is the course is depositions, in my experience, I mean other attorneys, they have different experiences, but in the plaintiff's depositions, many times they try and ask very argumentative questions a lot of the time. So what you have to do is just try and remain calm and collected uh, throughout the process. So when asked questions about how the accident happened, obviously you want to remember as much as possible um, because if you start saying things like, I don't know or I don't remember, then the other side, if they do remember, then that could carry more weight than you saying that you don't remember. So try and remember, try and not use the I don't know, I don't remember answer so often and just speak about how the accident occurred. You should only be answering the questions that are asked. So one big problem that people do in normal everyday conversation where it's not an issue is that they sit, they'll ask a question and a person will give just a very long and berated answer. For example, where were you going at re immediately before the accident? Where were you headed? A uh, typical response in a deposition should be, I was headed to this place. Simple question, simple answer. But a lot of times in normal everyday conversations, people, they give too much information so to speak, which would be, it would be normal in everyday conversation, but too much information for a deposition. So for example, you would say something like, where were you headed on the date of the accident? Oh, I was headed to my ex's house because they had just broken up with me and I was going to go and, you know, just be whatever. I, I was all flustered. So the reason why that would be a terrible answer for a deposition is because it, one, it's just too much information. Two, now the defense is going to want to use that kind of information against you.
okay, this person was flustered during their accident. They, were, they weren't really paying attention. They were emotionally driven. Perhaps they were driving a little bit sporadically because of the circumstance. So that's, that's something to keep in mind. Liability. Try and remember, give straight answers. Don't answer too much. Just kind of be straightforward with it. Damages. So now damages are really, generally speaking, divided up into two categories. One, were you treated, who your medical providers to, who your medical providers were, uh, past and future. And two, your pain and suffering, past and future, emotional distress, that kind of thing. So medical providers, it's important to remember where you treated. Uh, it's important that if you were having pain and suffering during this course of time between the accident and up to the date of deposition that hopefully you are treating consistently unless you have uh, resolved your medical issues. And to consistently give uh consistently go and treat and so when they ask who your medical providers were to try and remember every one of your medical providers um, it's really not a great idea to leave medical providers on the table and um, to just tell them where you treated what kind of treatments you did if you don't know the technical terms of the treatments then don't despair you're not supposed to memorize all of your medical records but it may be a good idea before your deposition to look at medical records to see if there's some kind of inconsistencies with things that you said uh, during certain medical visits or uh, with you know some kind of misinterpretations as to what you're saying in the medical records. For example, I had a case where um, the plaintiff was saying that they were feeling very great that day in the uh, in, in a medical record when in fact they that, that might have just been said during jest or, you know, the this actually happens quite often where a medical provider will misconstrue what a person says, jot it down in a medical record, and then the defense just likes to harp on that to try and use it against uh, that plaintiff. The defense wants to use whatever ammo that they have, whether it's actually justified or not. They'll, they usually like to try to find a way to make the person appear to be not so credible. So that's medical providers. Your expenses, you might not know how much expenses you have, so it's, that's a perfectly fine answer to say, I don't know what, how much my medical bills are. That's a perfectly fine answer. So in regard to past and future medical expenses, and if you're gonna be recommended for future treatment that you wanna go ahead and list everything that you wanna be doing, uh, any kind of recommendations that doctors gave you, if you're not sure about it, then you can definitely say that you're not sure and then you or your attorney can get further clarification in the medical records or through communication with your medical providers. So now the probably the one of the most important parts of your deposition is the pain and suffering. So typically they'll be very brief about the questioning regarding pain and suffering. They might just say, look, is there are there any other damages that you're claiming in this accident? Uh, you are invited at that point to talk about pain and suffering. You can be very thorough about pain and suffering. Pain and suffering is really just you talking about all the differences in your life, the anxiety, the loss of enjoyment of life, sadness, grief. Um, there's a list that's in the jury instructions that talks about the different types of pain and suffering. Pain and suffering is really, it's, it's an important part of the case. Um, the defense knows that's an important part of the case. Uh, 
However, there are certain situations where damages are, the, the injury is so severe that the defense really just doesn't bother even talk, even asking about pain and suffering at depositions. I've had personal injury cases, medical malpractice cases where they just don't even ask about it uh, because they know probably from either written discovery or just from the severity of the accident, how much pain and suffering there actually is. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it in regard to a personal injury deposition. It's nothing really to be so afraid of. It is an important day, so you definitely wanna be somewhat prepared for it. You can prepare by looking at your medical records, looking at the written discovery responses that you probably sent beforehand, just to review those so that you are not making so many inconsistencies. Uh, but really just don't worry if the, the deposition doesn't go as planned. Um, you really just wanna do your best and show that you can make some kind of credible witness. That's another thing that the defense is gonna be looking toward is whether you're actually going to come off well in front of a jury. So if a person comes off as angry or arrogant or just some, or a liar, uh, then that's gonna give the defense a lot of confidence to take the case closer to trial because they do not view that the plaintiff will be a very sympathetic plaintiff. And being a sympathetic plaintiff is a very, very real thing. Juries judge plaintiffs based on whether they like them or not many times. I know it's a sad thing, but that's the absolute truth. If the jury doesn't like you, then that could play very unfavorably to your case. So that's something that the defense is gonna wanna harp on. In terms of dress, you wanna dress as if you're going to court. You don't know whether or not the, the defense is going to videotape the deposition. If they do videotape the deposition, you don't wanna be you know, showing up in some kind of Hawaiian t-shirt or you know, poorly shaven or not looking well. I mean, that's it. when I videotape depositions and certain witnesses that I don't particularly care for their testimony or certain defendants, certainly, uh, when they show up very shabby looking, this is great because the defense knows that I'll probably be playing this video at trial and that it's just not gonna look so good for their client. So dress well, dress like you're actually gonna be going to court and um, try to get a good night's sleep beforehand. Don't worry about it so much the night before. Um, just come in, try to come in well rested and good luck to you at your deposition. Take care.